eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast on a Wednesday. Pretty funny. Before we start, they've got uh, highlights on NFL Network about the Jets in 08 beating the Patriots in Week 11 with Brett Favre, and then they beat the unbeaten Titans. And I remember everyone saying, oh, my God, we got to give Eric Mangini a contract extension. Brett Favre is awesome. Brett Favre didn't tell anybody. He ripped up his shoulder in that game against the Titans and then sucked down the stretch, and Eric Mangini got fired. Yep. Pretty funny. Makes you think, Al. Didn't work out, Jerry. Did not work out. What's going on? Jerry, uh, I asked the uh, Twitter audience for some questions to do and ask Al and Jerry anything. But prior to that, I got an interesting email yesterday, and I wanted to get confirmation if I could use this on the air. Okay. It's from a fellow. I won't use his name, but he is a flight attendant. All right. fellow who's a flight attendant. And he said... Uh, Hey, Al, I I had a guy masturbate before and after my flight last year from Denver to Cleveland, if you'd like to hear the tale for the podcast. Oh, my God. I said, I I would like to hear that. He said he whacked it before even boarding the plane, ejaculated on himself. We all conferred with the captain about allowing him to fly and agreed that it seemed cool since he was tuckered out from his big moment. So he was... Chill and had come down. Lo and behold, I'm tasked with checking on him the whole flight, and he starts whacking it again in his pants with the motion visible. Oh, my God. So he had his pants on, and he was rubbing himself. We had the cops meet the plane when we landed. The best part, the cop walks on and goes to me, where is he? I said and pointed, standing right up there. And the cop told me to get him and to bring the guy to him. I'm sorry. I thought that was your job. (laughs) My coworker went out to have a smoke before our next flight. And here's the best part. The cop let him go. At first, when the gate agent told me about it, I laughed and thought he was kidding. So I had to see it for myself, which is when I checked for the giant splooge mark over his pants. Okay. That's the story? Yeah. Okay. I guess we told the story on the air the other day yeah. about a... Well, on the podcast we did. Yeah, on the podcast about a guy uh, masturbating on a plane. Yes. And he got arrested as soon as they landed. Right. This guy did not get arrested, and yeah. he rubbed it out twice. Well, I, I don't... I Okay. I've flown a lot. Yeah. I hear these instances and things that happen, and every time we land and there's no issues, I just... I'm thankful. Yep. You know? Thankful I, there was, for no issue. My flight to Dallas a few weeks ago, coming home was fine. Going there, I thought there was going to be trouble because they were arguing. Um, I don't know if they were brothers or cousins. I'm not sure, but they were clearly related, and they were there with their wives. And at one point, the four of them got into an argument before we got on the plane. And I remember saying to Matthew, I just really hope they're not on our plane 
And, of course, as soon as they started the boarding, all four got up. Like, oh. <laughs> and then on top of it, I'm thinking, they're going to be right next to yep. us. Turns out they weren't, but they weren't far away. They were probably, I would say, no more than five or six rows ahead of us on the left. And you, they were not thrilled with one another. And for whatever reason, once the, the plane took off, they kind of they chilled out. out. And then it continued at the uh, carousel waiting for the bags in Dallas. So I remember thinking this might be the time where there's some mid-flight issues where they got to tell people to calm down, or but it was fine. Well, maybe they realized that, like, oh, cool this, and as soon as I go get my luggage, I'm going to start up again. I may, I, maybe. I, maybe that's – I don't know what it had to do with. All yeah. I know is there was some issue between the – they were loud. But, uh, you know, I was just – like I say, I'm happy when I land and everything's okay. Absolutely. Get me the hell off this thing. All right, Jerry, let's go to the Twitter to get some questions for Ask Al and Jerry Anything. Yeah, this sounds fun. Uh, Jose Maldonado Jr. asks, what's your guy's go-to meal for cooking? My wife loves listening to you guys, doesn't like sports, but will listen to you guys. Do you have a go-to meal for cooking? Not something that you could just pull out of the freezer and eat, Jerry. If you're going to cook a meal, what is your go-to? Well, the the go-to meal that I ask my wife to make for me, uh, usually for the birthday time, would be eggplant parm oh, over angel nice. hair spaghetti. That seems difficult to make. It's it's time consuming. It's right. not difficult to you're make. You're slicing the eggplant. You're battering it. Yeah. You're ovening it or frying it. However yes. you do it. It's uh, it takes a long. Yeah. T- it, it really is. It's a process. But I do love that. And over angel hair. Angel hair pasta. Yeah. That would be what I would ask her to make. All right. Me, I would say it's probably, I would say, man, boy, it's all fried food. Jesus, why I'm so fat. Uh, probably fried chicken cutlets. Yeah, that is with good. mashed potatoes, corn, and a little spinach. Okay. That's your go-to to prepare. I like making that. Okay. I do. I actually, and that takes that takes time, too. Yeah. The difference is, you know, if there's four of us, you only got to make four. Well, now we make six because the boys eat so much. Six cutlets and you're done as opposed to cutting up an eggplant and having to do 60 pieces <laughs> right of may have any yeah, filling not quite and i also do enjoy and i haven't done it since week three or four of the nfl season because just haven't been around um with baseball i do like getting up and starting the whole sunday sauce thing at sunday you know, sauce 9 a.m yeah i do i make the meatballs cook them in the soy yeah, that i enjoy okay but i don't i don't do it very i don't cook for much anymore yeah. at all you know i like barbecuing grab a beer and go outside well that's always a alone. good one love that love the barbecue absolutely but that's it. My go-to is I slice up uh, sweet potatoes in like a in a French fry form. That's cool. I spray with olive oil, put a little seasoning on it, put those in the oven, and then put uh, chicken in the oven. Spray that with olive oil, put some seasoning on it. Microwave some uh, 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 broccoli. That's so my really go-to. what you do Monday through Thursday. Yeah, that's my go-to, and occasionally. I will oh, take I, a piece of salmon and air fry it in place of the chicken. All right. So go to, I thought you meant more, like what is something special, unique that you like to, we don't eat chicken cutlets Monday through Thursday, maybe, oh, maybe once a month. And the eggplant parm thing is like twice a year. That's what I thought he meant. Okay. You basically just explained everything you eat every day and you've explained it 4,000 times yeah. over. What's the special well, thing go-to. you would make? Like if Gina wants to, wants you to cook dinner for her for her birthday. Please don't tell me it's chicken, sweet potato, and broccoli. Normally, yeah, no, that I would make salmon, sweet potato, and broccoli. Is there anything or unique like, you make? No, I'll make some uh, some steaks. I'll put okay. in the air fryer. Steaks in the air fryer are very good. The air fryer has mm, opened I'm up out on the some air fryer. things for me. Kind of like we talked about. It's just another device. I'm out on it. But I'm out on like frying something, not for the health reasons, but for the smelling up of my condo. See, I actually like the... I like that yeah plus my smoke alarm always goes off no matter what the hell i do that's a different issue maybe because i have a smoke alarm right above the oven thousand square feet apartment (laughs) could be that too uh let's see what is dustin asks jerry what is the best pizza you have each had you have a best pizza i tell you i like la strada in matawan new jersey i like romeo's in hazlitt new jersey but i will tell you that the best pizza I have had in quite a long time was at Barrel and Roost. Pizza? Yes. About three months ago, we went there. Maybe two months ago, we went there with friends. And that's the cool thing about that that menu. You can get like a $60 steak. You can get a burger. Or you can get a personal pie. It was... I ate beyond being full because I enjoyed it so much. Like, really? I felt terrible when I left because I overate. 
I'm telling you, that pizza was so good. Like I told my wife, I can't wait to go back. That might be the best pizza I've had in a long time. All right. I li- Do you ever have a grandma pie? Yes. There's a grandma pie at a place in Belmar called... My son gets it all the time. Yeah, it's very good. It's called uh, Benny's, I think is okay. the name of it. The grandma pie, but very good. Nice. That's my go-to. All right. All right. Uh, here's one, Jerry, from Ben Lawler. A lot of podcasts are doing live shows now. For example, KFC Radio of Barstool uh, does live shows. They make some extra money. Would that be something you'd think about doing? I realize Jerry is busy and Al doesn't want to leave the house, but that would be a great time. So you want us to do a radio show? We do person, that already. Yeah. Five to six a.m. every day. Well, I guess they want us to do it somewhere. Do it where? Like a live pot. Like, oh, like, with, a, with an audience? Yeah, like KFC. They do theirs. We've always talked about that. They we do just don't at, do anything. Uh, Caroline's on Broadway sometimes. You know how many things you and I have talked yeah. about doing and we do and then nothing? We don't do any of them. Like, I joked about it this morning and you'll hear it in the warm up show. I would 100% do an Alan Jerry Christmas Eve party right. at a bar somewhere. I think that would be a blast, but it goes nowhere because I don't really think you want to do it. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, I, I don't would, know. I I would do a live show somewhere. I would. There's a lot of different things I would do. I also have the fear that no one would come. I don't believe that. I'd be like, huh. Mm, I'll, you know what? what? I, you know, I'll tell you, being at Reds on Sunday, there were a lot of people that came to say hello that weren't necessarily there for everyone else. I'm not saying the majority, no, but... No, I think there'd be people. I do think so. Okay. Are we selling out MetLife Stadium? No. But, you know, are you talking about getting 50 people in? Yeah. All Why right. not? So, uh, yes, we're considering it. Like if we... No, we're not, because you're not going to do it. We don't know that. If we sold tickets to a Chris, to a New Year's Eve show, for, uh, not New Year's, not show, New Year's Eve party, you think we could sell 100 tickets? That's yes, 50 I couples. Do. I do think so we do could. So do I. I'll start looking for venues. Fun. Huh? I'll start looking for venues down the uh, in the New Jersey area. Might between, be a little late. Between if someone's desperate, Jerry, they'll That's take true. us. That's true. That is true. If someone's not booked. Yep. You know, we get the Bradley Brew Project. Tell Dean Butler, I know you guys close at 9 o'clock, but on New Year's Eve, let's stay open at midnight for a 9.30 to midnight hour Bradley Jerry Brew. Party. Okay. I know the owners. Perfect. All right. Uh, Dan Burns wants to know. This is an interesting one. Oh, I like Dan. Dan bought a couple of calendars. Dan Burns did? Yes. Yes, he did. I recognize him from Twitter. Does anyone at the fan read the Reddit forum about the fan? I don't even know what Reddit is. There are some insane and very negative people there. So someone told me about this only uh, maybe two months ago. Someone said, hey, have you ever checked out the uh, Reddit forums about WFN? I said, no. So Reddit's just like this message board. Mm -hmm. And I've looked at them for like, I've looked on the Dave Ramsey Reddit. Okay. You know, I've looked at the... uh, Howard Stern read it, and it's mainly just people complaining. Like, yeah, like on the how on the Dave Ramsey one, it's good. It's people looking for advice from other people who also follow Dave Ramsey. Mm-hmm. It was more like questions about finances was interesting. The Howard Stern one's like, here's a picture of Howard Stern. He looks like a grandmother. Here's a picture. Like it's just mean. Mm-hmm. And when someone told me that there was one about WFN, I did go on. It was terrible. Yeah, it was I'm v- sure. very mean. I'm sure to everyone on the air. Yeah. So I'm not aware if people ev- here even are aware of it. I like I said until you just told me. I don't even know what Reddit is. Yeah. I don't got. I ain't got time for another message board. To, and for what? To get upset and angry? Yes. Right. What's we the don't point? have time for that. No, I got enough people on Twitter that tell me I suck. I don't need to see another message exactly. board that tells me how terrible I exactly, am. Exactly, Jerry. Uh, fellow wants to know, what is your demeanor when you're watching sports on TV? Do you ever yell at the TV? Yes. Are you completely apathetic? Does that mean no. do nothing? Uh, apathetic means you don't care one way or another. Or are you scrolling on your phone? Oh, that's you. Yeah. You're a little bit of apathetic and scrolling on your phone. Yeah, until it gets down to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm apathetic with the, with the NBA a lot. Yeah. I just I just find the product boring. Um, I don't really when I watch the Devils, I don't I don't yell or th- I'm, I watch the game. I'm into it, but I'm not crazy. Um, the baseball, I watch my kids. I don't whatever. But the Cowboys, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm talking and yelling at the screen. That is very true. It's so weird when I get to do the games. It doesn't bother. It still bothers me, but doesn't bother me as much because I have a job to do. When I'm home. Watching a game, if I'm off, it is, it's like I'm a kid again. It's weird. Very strange. Yeah, I can get into it. I'm quiet until any game that I'm watching, like in the fourth quarter, that comes down to something big, or then I'll I'll do the touchdown sign. Jerry. Sure. 
And I, and I caught myself during the baseball playoffs when, like, a, a pitcher would get in a jam and they would get Work out, their of, the way out of it. Yeah, I was like, yes, Look if I was you. rooting for them. Well, you only root for the Mets. Well, in the playoffs, I would, I would, you know, I would pick a team. I was rooting for the Phillies. Oh, God. I was rooting for the Yankees because I, I thought it was good for the radio station. Until they died on us. Until they died on us. Uh, let's see. Uh, here's Tom. Tom Brucata wants to know, what's the best? Tom brought up calendar, too. This is, look at this, Jerry. This is tremendous. Uh, what is the I best? I think Ben Lawler did, too. You mentioned that name before. Ben Lawler? I think so, These yeah. These are, are people, Jerry. The, yes. What is the best guy's night out steakhouse in Monmouth County? I have no idea. Hmm. Don't know. I will tell you one of the best. If you're going for a steak, what do you like? I don't eat steak. Really? No. I don't care for it. Overpriced. I'd rather have a hamburger. <laughs> Doesn't it does nothing for me. Yeah. Never has. Well, I eat it. Yes, if like we go out to a steakhouse, if I don't like the menu, I might get a steak. But I like there are people like oh, I'd love to go out for a good steak tonight. Me, never. I've never once said that in hmm. my life. Not really interested. I went to a place in Point Pleasant called uh, Prime Thirteen. I like that. It's a BYOB place. I always like that because you cut down on uh, some of the costs. That sounds good. Although it still costs me. Everything costs a lot of yeah, money, dude. Everything costs a lot of Everywhere money. Everywhere you go costs a fortune, an absolute fortune. So I, I can't really answer that. I have no idea. There's a good question by the Big Burrito, Jerry. He bought a calendar, too. It went <laughs> to the Big Burrito P.O. Box, your ass 18. Wow. I hope it gets there in time. <laughs> uh, the Big Burrito wants to know who on the show has the worst gas. My guess is Boomer. That's I guess. I don't. He's the one who does it freer more than anybody. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Boomer. Okay. Because uh, the most, the most, I'm still am not the type to fart in, some, in front of somebody. Yeah, it's not funny. Yeah. I don't even like to fart in the bathroom when I'm at the urinal because if someone comes in, then it's very embarrassing. And I'm in a bathroom. We had one time at Boomer's event, his golf event for his charity. It's got, I don't remember how long ago this is. Somewhere between... We were here, I'll tell you that. So it was somewhere between 2010 and 2015. I couldn't tell you what year it was. And there was an executive from this place that came out and was part of the event. He was golfing and had a foursome. And right at 10 o'clock, I remember I had to hustle out to the, uh, the driving range because it was a 1030 shotgun start. And I wanted to, I wanted to be out on the, on the tee at the proper time. So I ran out, grabbed my clubs, and I'm going down the walkway. Remember all the cars be lined yeah. up? And then there was like a path to go through those trees to the parking lot to get to the to the range. So I cut through the trees, the little bushes area. And right as I got through, the executive that I will not name was about 10, 15 feet ahead of me with his driver over his shoulder. And he was not only cracking ass, but he was doing it as he walked and shaking his right <laughs> leg out because he thought he was all by himself. So we, I just quietly followed him. Yeah. He gets up to the range. He goes and grabs the ball, and I was right behind him. And he turned pale. He knew, but I acted like I didn't hear nothing. I'm like, I was like, "Morning, how are we doing?" I'm like, oh my god! So as he's walking, I was like, <laughs> "And that, remember, I told you the story about Woody Johnson and the salad dressing and the breath." Yeah, bad and breath. Then, I can never right. get that image out of my head of him doing that. <laughs> like it was nothing. Right. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah. Yeah. I won't say who it was, but I'll tell you off the air. It was pretty funny. Belmar Kevin wants to know, Jerry, do you find on the Jersey Shore it's tough to find places to eat in the winter? I do. I, I feel like the winter and the summer, I'm still got to get reservations. Yeah, it's everybody. You can go out. We found this out a couple of weeks ago. I took Matthew and Joseph to play golf probably about a month ago on a Wednesday. I picked them up from school, went home, changed, and we we hustled and we got out there. And it was before the time change. We got there at 3 o'clock. I knew we were only going to be able to play like 11, 12 holes. We played 12 holes. And it was like, I want to say it was after 6. I texted Kim. I'm like, hey, don't know if you made dinner or not, but the boys are starving. I think it was 530. I'm like, you want to just go grab something real quick? Done. Where? Just tell me where to meet. I'm like, all right, guys, up to you. So Joseph, you know, he's always, I want to go to Texas Roadhouse. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, we'll go to Texas Roadhouse. That's fine. This was a Tuesday. A Tuesday. We get there at 6 o'clock. And would you know we had to wait a half hour? Yeah. Now, it's a combination of a few things. One, no one eats at home anymore. Two, the place was busy. Three, they had to close part of the restaurant off. Only probably six tables. 
but a section of the restaurant was closed because they were down a server because they're short-staffed every night. Yeah, that's the problem. That was part of it, too. Of these places. There were a lot of people there, though, Al. And the bar was packed. So it wasn't even like we could just go grab a high top and say, yeah, we'll sit in there. There was nowhere to go. On a Tuesday night. <clears throat> On a Tuesday. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, I think the first couple of years when I started going down there because of Gina, in the winter, it was easy to just go anywhere and get a table. Sure. But definitely since the pandemic, you know, so many people still work from home now. Yeah, I And know. they choose to stay. If this was a second home down there, they're staying there. Yeah. And maybe like you said, the the, the there's not a lot of help in these restaurants. It's a problem. Also, yeah. people working from home, a lot more people still working from home with the pandemic. They've been home all day. They don't want to, like, they want to get out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Which adds to the, yeah, I mean, it's it's just overcrowded in a lot of places. It really is. Yeah, I know, like, on a, on a Friday, we'll go out to dinner on a Friday and Saturday night. And on Friday, if by, like, 3 o'clock I've, I don't have hammered out where we're going and I make reservations, I feel like I'm going to get screwed. Even and I'm not being, I'm not being funny. Even at yeah. 5 o'clock, 5.30? Well, here's the thing. If you go, I have run into this, too. If you go at 5 o'clock, you're pretty good. If you go at 5.30, even when a – like, you'll go into a place at 5.30 and, and it looks pretty open and they'll be like, you have reservations. I reservations go, no. at 6. Correct. And they don't want you to screw their 6, yeah. 6 p.m. reservations. Yeah, no, I get that. Yep. Here's a good question, Jerry. This is from Uchida. Do you think that the McRib retirement is like Tom Brady's in the grand scheme of things 10 years from now? Who will be remembered more, Tom Brady or the McRib? I've never had a McRib once. Me neither. Not interested in the McRib. Didn't even know it was retired. I do have this. I read this one because I was curious your thought on this. Why does a place bring the McRib back, take it away, bring it back? You tell me you can't get ribs year round. I people guess for, seem to love it. I guess for intrigue, right? Do people only love it because it's only available? Possible. Now you all of a sudden you make it available all day, every yeah. day, and you don't sell as many of them. Maybe it's an expensive thing to make, and you only want to stock it for a short period of time. I don't know. I really don't know. Hmm. I would think you could freeze that the same way you can freeze anything. Right. Not sure. Somebody on here, Jerry. Also, I believe it's. Uh, uh, I will tell you, though, quickly, in terms of, like, seasonal food. Yeah. I do like that, like, Dunkin', for instance, Dunkin' Donuts. They do have the seasonal lattes and and drinks that, like, right now you go to Dunkin' Donuts and they have all the Christmas drinks. That gives me a sense of, you know, the holiday seasons here. They start with the pumpkin stuff and, like, they probably start mid-September with it. And now they got all the Christmas drinks. Like, I went to Dunkin' Donuts last Friday. Just to get a cup of coffee. That's all I was doing. And I saw the menu. I'm like, huh. I'm like, I never do this. I'm getting that white chocolate latte. I'm like, I don't <laughs> know what the hell it is. I'm getting it. So I got a large one. I got to tell you, and I can't do this more than once every couple of weeks because clearly I should check the calories. Yeah, I will tell you, be a lot. it was one of the best hot drinks I have ever had. It was awesome. So you were happy with your choice? Not happy. I was ecstatic. Ecstatic about, my choice. about your yes. choice. Yeah. How many? How many calories do you think that would have been in a large? Yeah. I'm going to say you're up uh, over 700 for a coffee. Yeah. No, come on. I'm going to say that. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. I was thinking in the threes. I mean, <laughs> you, are you might be right, Jerry. I could be really overdoing it. Uh, let's see here. The white uh, the white chocolate mocha latte. Here we go. Yeah. Um, the large. Is, you got to put it in I the know, large. I know. Don't yell at me. Did I know. Add sugar to that? I just made it the way they made it. Okay. So for the medium, it's 250 calories. Oh. The large looks like it is 325. Ah, not bad, Jerry. Not terrible. What's the sugar? Can you Can you click on the sugar? How much sugar? Oh, God. You know what's so funny is I had noticed <laughs> that my energy was incredible about an hour after I yeah. did, and I just thought it was a different type of coffee drink. I never once contemplated the sugar. Why don't you take a stab at this? 48 grams of sugar. Uh, for the medium. For the medium. <laughs> 63 grams of sugar. <laughs> Holy crap. It was so good, though. Sounds like it. it. I mean, it was. Oh, my God. 
I'm getting another one Friday. I don't care. It's Friday. And I got to drive to Mohegan Sun. I'm going to find a, I'm going to find a Dunkin Donuts and I'm going to Oh my god. Yeah, here, the key to all these things is you make them like special. On Fridays before I make a long drive, I'm getting one of these. Yes. Not every day Monday through Friday on my way to work, I'm going to get a 64 gram sugar drink. Correct. That's exactly that's right. That's when it starts to hit you. Dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh my god. All right, Jerry. Let's do the warm-up program. No more questions. No more questions. All right. Uh, tomorrow is Thursday, and we'll be here at five a.m. with the warm-up program. Until then, may I tell? I oh, would yes, just tell please. people that I have added a Cool Games coffee mug. Oh, is that right? Yes. I love a coffee mug. So we now have a hoodie. Okay. A T-shirt, and they're mm-hmm. all white, by the way. There's reasons for that, but we'll just leave it alone. So a white hoodie, a white T-shirt, and now a white mug. Cool game, Alan Jerry, Cool Games coffee mug. I'm going to so. wear my hoodie on Friday when I sing Cool Games. Perfect. Recosports.com. Click the merchandise tab. Perfect. All right. I will right, see you tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It's 5.02. What's up? It's Wednesday. It's hump day. The Eddie Scazzeri. How we be? And across from me, his name is Al Terrence Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. I, I decided yesterday that uh, I don't think I want to do winter again here. I agree. I've just decided just that yesterday. yesterday? Yeah. I've been telling you that for five years. I know, but it just... It, it it's re- enough. It hit me yesterday where I was like, hmm. You know why? Because it's ahead of us. And you know Why? Why? Because yesterday was the first day since March where you went outside and the sky was gray. It was breezy. It was only 43 degrees. It felt like it was 30. Yeah. And it felt like winter. Yeah. And now it's only November 16th and it's not going to be nice until April. This is what I mean. If we're lucky. Then I started doing the math in my head. I was like, okay, I did 20. This will be my 21st winter. Mm -hmm. And then prior to that, I had seven no winters in Florida. Right. It's I was brutal. Thinking about that, you do take it for granted though when you live in Florida or oh, a place sure. like that. After a while, you're just like you'll see on the news that your friends back home are in a blizzard. You're like, huh, that sucks. The same way we do to Florida when they're in a hurricane. You're right, huh? That sucks. Yeah, hope they're okay. Yeah, hope they're okay, but that sucks. I'm living here now. I've always told you the story, uh, and it's, it's it's terrible to say it, but it was so incredibly true. After 9-11 happened, me and my wife had a cruise scheduled uh, that was leaving out of Florida. So we were going to fly, and of course, we canceled the flight. We just figured, the hell with it. We'll drive. It was a 10-day cruise. We can drive. I'll never forget, as soon as we got out of the tri-state area and made that first stop, I don't remember. It was probably somewhere in Virginia, closer to North Carolina. I don't remember exactly where it was, but it was right around there. It was as if nothing happened. I remember stopping at the gas station. Guys were outside smoking cigarettes, doing their scratch-offs, talking about the college basketball game or whatever the hell it was, college football. 
go inside. Everybody's laughing. It's like, you remember what just happened a yeah. few weeks ago? We just got attacked by yeah, a bunch of punks. It was, it was different. So I get your point. Out of sight, out of mind. Yes. And I can see if you lived in Arizona right now, or like I was in Dallas a couple of weeks ago, it was 85 and sunny. Don't even think about it. No, it's oh, it's nuts. I know. They so don't... what's the solution? What are we doing? I think we just pick up the whole show, uh, all of our lives, and move to a warm climate. I don't. We will have to agree, of course, all of us, which climate that will be, whether yes. it's Arizona, Florida. Well, I think we need, well, see here, the problem, we need warmth and water. Yeah, warmth and right. geolo requires the water. Right. So at Boomerang, we got Arizona, we got to be somewhere on a lake. Okay. Do they have lakes in the desert? I thought they all dry up. Well, they move the hose. You can add some water. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't Every know. family. And, and meanwhile, I want to go north. Yeah, no, none of us are going Well, yeah, you're on your own, bud. You're on your own. We're not going to colder, windier places than we are at right now. There is not a chance. As soon as I I can go, I'm going. Gone. Gone. See ya. All right. We'll miss you, Jerry. (laughs) Well, I I thought this was your idea. By the way, I heard a, um, this is a topic that comes up on the podcast a lot, but I couldn't wait to tell you the latest theory, Jerry. It's a podcast, a topic that I've always talk about about this the, about humanity about the pyramids oh, okay whenever like i told you i've been watching this uh, netflix series i think yes. ancient apocalypse where it's mm-hmm. about like who built the pyramids yeah it was like so that there was this uh, technologically advanced civilization theory, theory. this is a theory yes. that there was a technologically advanced civilization that got wiped out that we that archaeologists don't consider mm-hmm. happened because uh, there's uh, no proof because there's no proof right thank you there's no proof of anything. Well, there's proof that you just walked in. I saw you. Yeah, but there's no proof who built the... No. And it doesn't make sense for the technology that we think they had Understood. back then. The, another theory was, Jerry, and this God. is an actual theory that was brought up on this program, that there used to be giant human beings that just picked up those stones and built the pyramids. Okay. Giants. Where, where, where are the bones? Well, we probably think they're dinosaur bones. Or they were actually dinosaur bones. When you put them together, they actually look like dinosaurs. But if if something destroyed the earth and took away the civilization, civilization maybe it incinerated all of our bones. But didn't that happen after the dinosaurs? I don't know. I didn't, I don't really have a, <laughs> I don't really have a ti- I don't really have a timeline for but this. Do you hear yourself out yes. loud? Like there Just might have theory. been giant humans. Yes. That stood 50 feet tall. Correct. And picked up these, what to them were pebbles. Pebbles, Jerry. And they made these pyramids. Yes. Well, then how did they get inside to dig the tunnels? Maybe that was other people. Oh, that was other people. The shorter people. (laughs) Giants are mentioned in uh, Genesis. They are mentioned? 6-6, I think. There were giants in the land in those days, men of renown. And the the theory is that they're the Nephilim. The Nephilim? Nephilim. What is the Nephilim? I'm not sure. Uh, It's a... Yeah, please. It's a long thing. I got you. So just another theory, Jerry. Aliens, Egyptians themselves, giants. Right. Okay. So just another option out there for you if you're going to be, you know, there's a lot of uh, holiday parties coming up, Jerry, Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be the dumb guy in the room. I mean, I do that enough. I'm not going to bring up giant human beings and aliens. I might have a couple beers on Thanksgiving and bring it up. Yeah. You guys think built the uh, pyramids. Or you could talk about the Jets and Giants. No. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> Actually, I will be talking about the Giants because they play the Cowboys. That's true on Thanksgiving. The true test, Jerry. We're calling this the true test. That's it. Well, go beat the Lions yes. first Sunday because this is a an obvious look-ahead game. It sure is. If they lose to Detroit on Sunday, it takes a lot of the wind out of the sails. Yes. It really does. It doesn't mean that it's still not a big game. It, it will be. But if you roll into Dallas eight and two, right? Eight and two. They're say they're seven and two now. If you can go into Dallas after ten games, eight and two, man. And if the Cowboys lost to Minnesota this week, and I don't care who the favorite is, I mean, I would think Minnesota should win this game. Although I think Dallas can. Um, man, you would have a chance at eight and two if Dallas went into that game six and four. You can really put them in a bad way and elevate your status. And Boomer thinks Indy's got a chance to beat the Eagles, right? So don't screw up Sunday. And I won't say erase, but don't minimize what you've done so far. Win this game Sunday and then roll into Big D looking to make a statement. Statement game. And Cowboys-Giants, that's like the 425. 430. No, it sucks. My family always has dinner right then. Have dinner at 3. I don't control the dinner, unfortunately. Why not? Because I don't make anything for the dinner. That's where my mom, our whole life's awesome. You eat before the game. 
No, if the this... Cowboy game starts at four thirty, dinner three fifty. Yeah, see, I end up getting to see the whole Lions game and whatever terrible Ugh. game that is at noon. No, three forty five, three fifty dinner, dessert halftime. Yeah, see, that's the way to yes, do it. Yes, I know that's how you do Especially it. Especially this year, the Giants involved. And everybody gather around the television and watch Cowboys football. Sometimes it, good, sometimes terrible, right, sometimes in the middle. Right, because I've had times where it's like, uh, you know, there have been games uh, rooting for the Cowboys on Thanksgiving where they've lost. Oh, lost bad. Lost bad, where it's like we sit down for dinner, the TV's in the other room, you barely hear it. Mm-hmm. I get up between dinner and Thanksgiving, uh, between dinner and dessert, I go in there and it's like, 17 nothing. they're losing. I'm like, I don't even know what happened. Do you remember, because at some point you did watch some of these games. Oh, absolutely. Would you consider a blowout loss on Thanksgiving worse or the Dolphins game in the snow on Thanksgiving, the Leon Lett game? Leon Lett game. Now, they did go on to win the Super Bowl, though, that year. Yeah, but that was a heartbreaking. That was that was brutal. Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know what game. I really do believe? Because this happened in a, in a different circumstance, and I don't remember the game. I'm blanking out on it. I actually think the guys don't know the rules in certain instances. So, like, Leon, like, clearly didn't know the rule that day, and he thought it was a free ball and made a dumb play. There was a play this weekend where a – I can't remember what game it was – where there was a punt that checked up at, like, the five-yard line, and the punt returner was letting it go, and the punt coverage team went down and touched it. And as soon as they touched it, the punt returner was like, "Uh uh-oh, and he tried to jump on it, and he wound up – they because it was hit first by the special teams unit of the punting team, it was not a fumble. It turned out to not be a fumble. But the kid clearly didn't know what the rule was. And it's amazing to me how many guys don't know, especially when you that's your position. Yes. Like, all right, you don't know the you don't know the rules of a defensive end when you're a punt returner. I got it. But when you don't know the special teams rules, that's not good. And Leon like clearly didn't know the rule that day. Yeah, I, I still can't believe how many players don't touch a offensive player if he dives for a catch. Right. Like it's college. You know what I mean? Like a, a, a wide receiver will lay out, make a catch, and it's like the defenders don't want to touch him while he's down. It does happen. It's, it does that happen. is weird. Well, dude. I think it, it depends on the age of the player, too, because if, if you're, let's say you're a rookie or maybe even a second-year player, if you just played four years in college, once a player goes down, he's down. You don't have to touch him, so you're kind of used to it. Then all of a sudden, the NFL, you got to touch him to mark him down. You saw it in the, with uh, Justin Fields jumping over Micah Parsons. Right. right? It was Justin, yeah, yeah. Over, over Micah Parsons. just jumped right over him, and right. he gets up and runs. So it does happen. But I, I would, you would think that at least you have an idea. You would know. think that, Jerry. Now, there is something interesting on the radar for Sunday, and that is uh, Bill's Browns oh, in the, Buffalo. The, the, the uh, blizzard coming? There's a blizzard coming, I guess, this Thursday, and it's going to run all the way through Sunday. They're expecting one to two feet of snow. So Buffalo's not on your radar to move soon. No. Yeah, no, me neither. Sounds horrible. That sounds horrendous. I, I couldn't agree with you more. No, thank you. Yeah, but to see that on Sunday would be cool. But if they have so much advance warning, like they're saying it's going to start Thursday. So, yeah, I'm looking at it here. Thursday doesn't look like too much. They're saying Thursday snow flurries. Oh, right. So that's really not. They're saying a little snow Wednesday. Then you get some snow flurries on Thursday. Then Friday, they're saying three inches of snow. Nothing crazy. Nothing. Saturday, snow, snow squalls, and a foot of snow. Nice. Well, nice if you're not there. Yes. And then Sunday. But this is what always happens, though. Because they're saying windy with snow showers, we're gonna we're gonna think that we're gonna tune in on Sunday, and you're gonna see just like this horrendous day. And you know, yeah. you know what we're gonna see? We're gonna see a freshly plowed field, snow on the edges, and sunshine. You're right, and maybe a snow flurry here and there. Right, we're gonna see. Right, we're gonna see the snow pushed up against the walls. Yeah, Saturday is the really awful day. It looks like. Let's switch the game to Saturday, <laughs> so we could get a snow game. What was the game? I don't remember who they played. Where they, you couldn't even see the lines. There was a. I'm not uh, talking about New England when they came out with the plow for the field goal. I don't mean that. There was a Buffalo game recently within like the last five years that was so snowy that it was. You had no idea where they were going. Where it was awful. Yeah, and I remember the TV tried to put the lines. For yes, the viewer, right to yeah, try I and help remember out. Remember what game that was? I, but it was the Bills. I do remember that. I don't remember who they played though. Imagine going to that game. 
Well, there are people like you, you could get hired if you're a local person to go shovel out the stadium. No, I meant could you imagine going and sitting down no. for four hours in that weather to watch? But those freaks in Buffalo will love it. Yeah, well, Buffalo, places like Pittsburgh, they like it. Green Bay. Green Bay loves it. Do we think you just drink whiskey? Yeah, there's a lot of whiskey drinkers. Man. They smoke weed, drink whiskey, eat their cheeses. <laughs> so, so funny, real quick, not to divert, but... So yesterday, I had, a, <laughs> I had to take a ride somewhere. Driving back, and I'm at a traffic light. I was behind a car. And you could see they were, I don't know if it was a joint, a cigarette, or if it was one of these electric things. But the smell of weed all of a sudden, like, overcame my car. Okay. So I'm following the car, and as I kept following it, it got, it wasn't going away. It got weedier. Yes. So I finally get to a point where I had to <laughs> get off. I go to pass them. It was a woman. She had to have been 80. <laughs> She was clearly smoking weed. Smoking weed, weed, Oh, my God. I was like, are you serious? Oh, she was serious, all right. I don't know if it was a weed vape, but it was obvious. I saw a woman uh, walking her dog, older woman, uh, middle of the day. And then, uh, you know, she had a smaller dog, and my dog's larger. So most of the time, people with smaller dogs go to the other side. I guess they think there's trouble. Sure. And when I got to where she was standing... Total weed smell. Yeah. Like I was getting high. I'm sure. Smoking Did you go home and eat? Middle of, <laughs> I don't understand the smoking weed in the middle of the day. Oh, it's like drinking time. in the middle of the in day. In the morning, day, nighttime, weekends. Let's have a party, Al. A weed party. Let's do weed. <laughs> How about this? New Year's Eve with Al and Jerry. Smoke weed and get loaded. And welcome 2023. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know a New that's... Year's Eve special. I like it, Jerry. A New Year's Eve. We just got to figure out where we're going to have this party. And we do a live stream. I'm not smoking weed, though. Oh, yeah, me neither. But we can do a live stream. That would be fun. And we'll get a band. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to play for free? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, get, we'll just get different people. Who's that? We need a drummer. You'll, you'll drum. And you got to be able to play Cool Change by the Little River yeah. Band. Because after Al does... Inhale enough of the weed smoke. Yeah. He's going to get up there and sing cool games. At midnight. <laughs> that, at as midnight. soon as the ball drops. That's perfect. Exactly. Ay, ay, ay. All right, so maybe that's on the horizon. Okay. Maybe a New Year's Eve Alan Jerry party. Alan maybe, we'll even get, maybe we'll even get Eddie to stay up past 7 p.m. Alan Jerry's New Year's Rockin' Eve. We'll just rip off well, we the can't. Clark. No, no, no. We can't do New Year's Rockin' Eve. That's not going to work. Come on now. we got to come up with something more creative. Quick break. When we come back, I don't know, maybe some sports. We shall see. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on The Fan. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 25 after 5. It is a Wednesday as we are ripping through the morning. Well, we really just started, but you get the point. The, uh, if you're just waking up, the Nets the Nets basically did what the Knicks did the other day, but they said, you know what? We can do even better than you. The Knicks gave up 145 points on Sunday and lost. The Nets said, yeah, we'll give up 153. <laughs> Nets lost last night in Sacramento. The Knicks won in Utah, so hey, good for them. Yeah, the Knicks won in Utah after having a uh, players-only dinner in Utah. Yeah. How about I wonder that? where they went. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure it's in some story somewhere. Mm-hmm. In the article I read, I did not see it. I, I didn't see it either. Did it's you go it. to a mom and pop place? You have uh, to, right? Probably, yeah. yeah. I would think so, too. Yeah, they probably didn't go to the Olive Garden out there in Utah. I uh, could have been at the hotel. A lot That's of the true. hotels, these places, they had uh, very nice restaurants. Jul- Julius Randall's the one who called the yeah. dinner. That's You know what? That's being a leader. So then does he have to pay if you call the dinner as the leader? Um, 
I would say I would look towards Jalen Brunson and R.J. Barrett and say, listen, we make the three most the three of us make the most money. We're splitting this three ways. Let's throw three credit cards down and have yeah. them do it up. I, yes, I All think right. so. That's a good way to do it. 100%. I wonder what goes on at a player's only dinner. Does he take control? A lot of joking and laughing. So just the more of a bonding? I than think a, so. Than a, like, I don't think he's standing up and yelling at them. You don't? No. I think it's more, let's have some laughs. For five minutes, guys, let's be serious. This crap isn't acceptable. Blah, 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 blah. Let's do better. Right. I really do. I think that's it. Right, they put in the appetizers, and in that, and while the drinks are coming, Julius Randle stands up and says that, hey, it's not acceptable. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Now let's have a good time here at dinner. Let's bond, and then let's go beat the Jazz. I think so. And, and now, Jokic ain't playing tonight. Like, they got to, all of a sudden, this brutal road trip, like, they got a good chance to start 2-0 and on it. And to be quite honest, they should win tonight. I think. Who are they playing? Denver. Denver. Nikola Jokic. Jerry, you're not Jokic with me, are you? How old Denver, are you? you said. I'm 50... 53. And we're going with three. Wow. Jokic laughs. 53, Jerry. <laughs> you're funny. You want to do another good for you? This is a this is a great good for you where we just I give you a story. Hey, good for and you. And then we yell good for you. Okay. We haven't done this in a while. Yeah. Buck Showalter, Jerry. Wins the National League Manager of the Year. His fourth time winning yeah. with his fourth different you know what the team. Pro- here's the problem. That's I, not a good I'm for not, you? No. And here's what? why. It's fine. It's No, it's not a... It's, it's, Four it's different fine. teams? Whatever. Here's why. They went, at, they went down like dogs in the playoffs. Oh. They didn't win one round. They lost to the Padres and were... Like, it was terrible. Hmm. You got nothing from DeGrom. Well, nothing, but not great from DeGrom. You got nothing from Scherzer. Bassett was terrible. They couldn't hit. No one wanted to go to the game on that Sunday night when they got their asses knocked out. That's fair. Who would you have given it to? The uh, Phillies I'm not saying no, because they were terrible all year. No, absolutely not. (laughs) And I think it was voted on. And I think it was voted on prior to the playoffs beginning. Oh, okay. I'm not saying it's not a a nice thing for him. Put it on your wall. Hey, sort of good for you. But sort of you good can't look back and be like, man, yeah, Buck, that's you. You lost to the Padres and th- at home. You lo- no, no good. You have and, a terrible taste in your mouth after this. And season. Jerry, even though it's regular season, fine, it is. You blew it in Atlanta. So that I agree. I totally true. agree. I'm with you. And and not his. And again, it's not his fault. If your forty million dollar pitchers can't go out there and give you a forty million dollar performance, that's on them. But there, there's something lost when you just are terrible in your one little postseason series. Oh, great. You're manager of the year. That and a dollar gets you a dollar. Just like he won manager of the year in Baltimore. They won the World Series? No. No. With the Yankees, 94. Oh, that's right. The season was canceled. Uh, who Was it Was it Texas the other one? Is that the other the fourth one? Mm. I would think so. He, they were good there for a while. Let's assume it was Texas. All I don't right. know if it was. They win the World Series there? No. No. Great. So four times he's won in guts. Not good enough. So that's only a sort of good for you, you're saying. You're not it doesn't even sound like you're doing a sort of good for you. It seems like you're completely out I'm of I'm saying it's fine. It's fine. That's all. It's fine. And again, not his fault what happened in the postseason, but you just Does he celebrate this with his family? Does Eddie, he... you're a Met fan. This is a good way. You're a Met fan, for real, right? I Me mean too. okay. How do you feel about this season right now? Terrible. Right. So does it make you feel better that Buck Showalter won manager of the year? Nothing. No. Hmm. So Nice. It's fine. Put it on your mantle. Do better next year. How about this? Don't win manager of the year and then win the World Series. That, that would be, be better. better. Yes. Okay. At least win the pennant for God. How about how about we start with winning a playoff series? All right, that's fair, because he's already go. won four manager of the year. So now you need playoff wins. Yes, of course. You need playoff wins. That's mm. why it's you know, it's kind of empty, to be quite honest. You left us feeling empty, Buckshow Walter. Well, you know what? No. Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer left us feeling empty. They sure did. Both That's who those. left us feeling empty. Both of those and guys. And Chris Bassett. Ugh. Yeah. Right. That's what left left you feeling empty. Jerry, do you think Yankee fans are happy that Anthony Rizzo is staying? Yeah, because now we can sit on their face for two more years. <laughs> we get to keep playing that. A nice, comfortable seat. <laughs> a nice, comfortable seat. Yeah, I would say so. So he gets himself a two-year deal yeah. with and, a third-year club option. And didn't break the bank. It's a nice contract. He's happy. Wants, you know what the biggest thing is? He wants to be here. 
that we like. That's awesome. Do you think he thought short porch and he's like, hmm, stay here with the short porch. I'm a lefty. Well, when you consider, and I don't know how many home runs he hit that way, but it is definitely an advantage. You got two things working. You got the short porch will always be there for home games. Shift is gone. So you would think. Oh, I love that the shift is gone. You've got to think the batting average goes up. I mean, he batted two, what did he bat? 220 last year? 230? 215? I don't know. Somewhere between 215 and 230, I would say. He wasn't great in terms of batting average, but he drives runs in. He hits home runs. And if the average goes up a little bit, and he plays a great first base. So I think it's a good move. I think it's great. I think that shift is going to be a huge difference maker this year. I think the batting averages will go up. I do. I, I hated the shift. I I'm, did too. Yeah. I did too. We talked about this. It's like, it'd be like there's certain rules in football yes. and baseball. You got to line up in certain positions. Correct. There are alignment positions in football. Like the right tackle can't go line up as a wide receiver. <laughs> no, he cannot. Right? I mean, the guard, you can't leave the guard spot blank and have him go off the tight end. There are rules. And I've always thought that there should like you can shift. You know, if you want to put the shortstop with his left foot right off second base, great. That you're still on the shortstop side of the bag. Like, I'm fine with that. That's still a shift. It really is. But I don't need the shortstop playing right field. <laughs> it's stupid. It is stupid. It looks like softball. When you know softball, you get an extra outfielder. Yeah, it is goofy. So yeah, I'm glad that, that that's gone. Me too. Yeah, that's enough. So welcome back, Anthony Rizzo. We look forward to you sitting on our faces. <laughs> welcome back, Riz. Welcome back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> keep the. I'll keep my face, Jerry, nice and warm. For yes. You, well, I don't know if he wants to sit on your face, but <laughs> you know who wins too? All the people that bought the Rizzo jerseys. Oh my gosh! Yes. You, I, there was a caller to uh, Carton and Roberts the other day, and I, I, God dang, if my mind. You do want to talk about uh, Geo's activated as a fan. I need my brain to be activated. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but there was a caller to Carton and Roberts the other day talking about how their kid wants to go to a net game. What jersey should should I get him? And Evan's like, I have no idea. <laughs> Kevin Durant might be gone in two months. This team might get turned over. And he sat there and thought about it. He's like, Cam Thomas? At least if you have a Rizzo jersey, you got at least two more years of it. Yes. So that's kind of cool. Or if you th- or you haven't bought a jersey yet, that's one you go, you know what, I'll at least uh, this will at least work out for two years for me. You're right. How about my son? He came down yesterday with uh, – he had basketball practice. He had the Kyrie Irving jersey on to go to practice. I'm like, eh. He's like, what's the matter? I'm like, you know I like Kyrie as a player. I'm like, are you aware of what's going on, what happened? So I explained it to him. He went upstairs and put the Durant jersey on. Is that right? Like, good for you. I didn't tell him to take it off. I'm just, just so you're aware of what's happening. You know, well, did he grasp what was happening? He did. He did. Um, and partly because um, in school they've been they've in history they've been going over the Holocaust and World War II and things like that. So it really resonated with him. Like he got it. So I was like, oh, good for you. Right? Because if he had no idea, he'd go there wear yeah. his Kyrie jersey. And some. Dopey parent would be furious. Well, and my son, too, does not watch. Yeah. Like, he really, he likes going to the games. He doesn't want to watch them on TV with me. So he's really unaware. Um, And he's not up on political stances of uh, athletes. uh, Or political stances whatsoever. He's, You know what he's up to? What's on YouTube? (laughs) That's pretty much what he's up to. He's not aware of really any of that stuff. Yeah. He's 12. He's 12. I did sign up for that uh, YouTube you thing, did. Jerry, where you get no commercials and you pay. Three months free. Oh, that's good. So you can decide if you like it or not. Game changer. All righty. All right, good. Can I have your username and password? Do not use my <laughs> username, Jerry, or my passwords. How many streaming password fee things would you say you now have on a, on a monthly basis? Hmm. YouTube TV. Spotify. Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, Discovery Plus. Discovery Plus. Yeah. Netflix. Uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Right. Mm, Sirius. Okay. That's six. What about HBO Plus? No. Uh, No other TV services? ESPN Plus? No. Paramount Plus? No. Really? Oh, I thought you would have had that. Okay. I had it for a short time. Okay. Uh, Nothing. So just six? Six, which is not terrible, actually. Seems, that seems like a lot. Well, I bet you I'm more. Yeah. I don't think that is a lot. I thought it was going to be more. I was going to be north of 10, I thought you were going to say. I got to try to keep it short. Yeah, I know. You got to save that money for when you die. <laughs> I got to save that money for when I go into a home and the government just takes it all. 
before before Medicare kicks in. Well, you know, what you, you know what you should do? Just keep that condo, and as long as it's not underwater, you can have a live-in um, nurse. A live-in nurse, all yeah. right. And then this way you don't have to go somewhere. <gasps> nurse. <laughs> and she can be walking, well, be Whimsy the Third at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and she can clean up. She'll or have he. to clean up my poop. Oh, God. Sorry, Jerry. I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking the dog, but sadly, yes. Give me my chips. You know what's terrible, too? We're not that far off from that age. I know. There's, you got to get to a point where whatever money you have saved, you start to think, okay. Do I have enough? Should, <laughs> when should I start burning through this so that? Well, for me, that was 18. <laughs> <laughs> so at 18, you were like, time to start burning through some cash. Once I had it. Yes. I remember thinking, what do I have it for? <laughs> Let's go somewhere. <laughs> All right, we'll take a fast break. It's 535. More to do. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. All right, midweek, it is uh, Alan Jerry. Don't forget, we got cool games coming up on Friday for a week 11 in the NFL. You've got the uh, Packers and Titans tomorrow night. And away we go as we, uh, in case you weren't keeping score at home, Thanksgiving is a week from tomorrow. That is that is correct, Jerry. Now, I did go to Lowe's yesterday uh, to grab some stuff, and they are chock full of Christmas. Oh, is that right? I haven't been there in a while. I've been, I actually haven't gone shopping in a while. I walked in and I got hit in the face with all the Christmas stuff. The inflatables, the yes. trees, the lights. Some cool ones now. Yeah. Cool absolutely. inflatables? Yeah, some cool inflatables. You I didn't say I bought any, but are you an inflatables guy for your lawn? No, I'm actually not, but they have they have like a, a nine foot Grinch. Oh. I was very tempted <laughs> to buy it. I love the Grinch. That's Jerry Recco's house. <laughs> <laughs> there are two things I would say last year that I saw that I wanted. Not this specific one, but there was a Grinch blow-up that I liked last year. And I, I got to be honest, I want the Met Apple from the 7-Line. Yeah, that does look I cool. I got to buy that. That is kind of cool. Yeah, an inflatable Mets I want apple. that, yes. I've been meaning to do that. I haven't done it. I saw someone, not in my neighborhood, but someone a couple towns over had it on their front lawn. I'm like, I got to get that. And I keep forgetting to do it, so I, gotta, I should set an alarm to do I it I saw Darren over there at the 7-Line. He was tweeting out pictures that people had sent him of their inflatable yeah. apple. I think yeah, it's you great. Can put it out with your other inflatables. Have a big inflatables. Does section. that pass for as a Christmas ornament? Oh, not ornament, but uh, decoration outside. Why not? It's an I inflatable. Think so. It's an inflatable. Anything inflatable counts. So if I, I'm going to go to. So how much do you think that is? Ooh, ballpark. Eddie, how much uh, do you think it is? I'm going to say ballpark. That's one seventy-five. I'm going to go higher. Go two fifty. Two fifty. Two fifty. I don't know if I'm spending two fifty. Well, let's see, Jerry. I'm trying to find it. I don't see it here. Do you, you know what pops up because he's smart. What pops up is all the Christmas stuff. Chris, new Christmas ornaments. He's very smart. Oh, for a seven line. Yeah, just go to the seven line dot com. I'm, I'm on it. Oh, and that's what comes up are the new oh, ornaments that are coming. The new Met ornaments that he has, including the home run apple. So that's kind of cool. I'm just trying to see. I don't know where, where would. We, oh, here it is. All right, I got it. How much did you say? I said one seventy five. What did you say, Eddie? Two fifty. One eighty. Oh, I almost nailed that. That's perfectly. not. I gotta tell you, that's not Kept terrible. Kept it under two hundred bucks. That is not bad. And they got a snow globe sold out. That's you got to get, Jerry. You got to get the Mets apple inflatable, a Frosty the Snowman, that giant Grinch you were talking about. That's and then enough. I'm done. And then you're done. And There's then I'm your done. Christmas decorations. I might do that. I kind. You know what? I like that idea. I saw yesterday that the NFL uh, was talking again about some more international games, Jerry. Where and now? And they named two more countries. Uh, let me guess. Okay. Only because we talked about it the other yeah. day. Australia? Nope. Oh, okay. That's Spain. Good. Okay. And France. There hasn't been a game in Spain already? They say the rain in Spain falls Shut mainly up, on the <laughs> By the way, I'm very against us going to France, as you I know, I know. Airspace, I, I know. Right. When we wanted to, and freaking Muammar Gaddafi was running his mouth and being a jerk to the world, and we wanted to fly over there to bomb his ass, France said, you may not use our airspace. Where in France did it say? Where in Spain did it say? Uh, in France, they're going to put it in... Uh, Grenoble front. <laughs> Where everybody's seven foot four. They have a real big arena. <laughs> You're such an idiot. That'd be great. If, uh, NFL this week. We're live from Grenoble front. Well, I was going to say Australia and Italy, but all right. So Spain and France. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, maybe they maybe they uh, take into account the how the length of the flight and Australia is probably really long, but they do say eventually they're going to get to all these countries. I'm sure they will because if you're going to sell out games in 30 seconds like they did in Germany, like why wouldn't they? And I heard, um, you know, Tom Brady loved the game in Germany, but yes. then I was reading that uh, Pete Carroll said the field was terrible. Well, I mean, that happens in a lot of cases. I mean, I don't know if that field was made specifically for the football game, if that was in a soccer. I I, I really don't know. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But Tom Brady but some of the stadiums complain. here are terrible. That's true. I mean, honestly, where was the place? Was it Pittsburgh? Where was the place where they laid out a new a new um, sod like a week before the game and the grass was ripping up all over the place? That was here. That wasn't that was in here. Germany. Right. What there, happens? There was another stadium that had that had so many dirt patches that they just painted the dirt oh, green. God. Was that Mexico City with the Cowboys? I thought it was a, a stadium in America. Uh, it might have been. I mean, it's certainly po- Why? Do, how come the International Series, we don't go to Canada? That's a good question. Why do we play know. in Canada? Right, we play... Oh, no, it would even be cooler. We play a game in Canada on the CFL field using their dimensions. No, I don't like that at all. <laughs> That would be awesome. No, because it's not the same game. <laughs> you can't do that. Now, you can repaint the field yeah. or however they do it and then leave the – you really confuse people and then leave the outer markings of the CFL field. Look yeah. how ridiculous it is. You could do that, I suppose. And they also have a 20-yard end zone. You know what I think we should be doing? Instead of these – I really do believe this. Instead of these international games, go to cities in this country that don't have an NFL yes. franchise. Like, put a game in New Hampshire. Yes, I like, agree that. That would that. be really cool. And, you know, you could do – you could go Bills and, and Patriots. But put a game somewhere else. Put a game in Myrtle Beach. I don't even know if they have the stadiums to do it. But I'm just saying, like, wherever they're – if you've got a NFL, what do you think would be the minimum? 65,000? Yes. St- that's got to be the minimum, I would think. Any city that's got 65,000 seats capable, like, put a game in San Antonio. They would probably love it. No, instead we're going to go to France. I oh. mean, if I'm in Iowa, I'm like, listen. Uh, yeah. Instead of the Hawkeyes. Could I get the Niners to come play a game here? Right. We get baseball cool. to come play in that cornfield. Let's set up an NFL yes. stadium out there. There you go. North Dakota. Don't they deserve an NFL game? I think they do, I think Jerry. that would be awesome. Enough for this stupid. Montana. Alaska. How about instead of going to London? Yeah. Fly to Alaska. Alaska. Do a game in Hawaii. Anchorage. Where it's, and you could do it. This is the beauty of going to Alaska, too. You play that game in December when you've got 17 minutes of daylight. Yeah, and you make it to kick off at the daylight, and then after the first quarter, there's no, it's a dark. The most, the sun just falling at a rapid rate. Oh, there it is. Hope you enjoyed the day. Back to darkness. I like this idea, Jerry. Put a game yes. in Montana and have Joe Montana flip the coin. Uh, look at you. Put a game in Puerto Rico. That would be cool. Is that part of America? It's the U.S. territory. All right, let's put a game in Puerto Rico then. But enough of this all over the yeah. place. And I'm not saying not to do it, but let's explore some of this stuff first. Yeah, let's bring, let's bring football, Jerry, to the Americans who don't have pro football. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. New Mexico could use a game. You want to uh, hear a, a joke, Jerry, I just thought of? If this is another Nikola Jokic joke. No, no, no. I'm going to smack you. <laughs> Jerry, I agree with this whole thing you're talking about. Let's put a game... In a city that doesn't have professional football, like Houston. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> such an idiot. Because they suck. They had the Oilers. They did have the Oilers. North Dakota's never had an NFL team. Well, you, yeah. You're right. Houston had the Oilers. And doesn't North Dakota have the uh, that thing with the president's face? <laughs> Mount Rushmore? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that thing with the presidents on the rock? We'll put helmets on them <laughs> to promote the NFL in North that, Dakota. That might be South Dakota. I'm not sure. I, I think it is South Dakota, actually. Oh, I, feel like we've done, I feel like we've done this before. I want to play where... I feel like we, we all think it's North yeah. Dakota, but I think it's South Dakota. And let's put the helmet... giant South Dakota. Yeah. South Dakota. Let's put giant helmets on the presidents <laughs> <laughs> to promote it. By the way, clearly there were... Gigantic humans, right? That did those, correct? Just no one saw them, right? And there were Giants, no camera Jerry. phones back then. No, no, there were not. <laughs> Although there might have been, but they got wiped out in the ice age. And right now, we had a reinvent. And they had, them. and they had the vision of the future about the great presidents, and they were able to carve out faces mm-hmm. 
and then that came to be. Yes. More. That's my theory. Right. It's a, it's a valid theory. It's that's as my good theory. as any any theory I've heard, Jerry. I agree with that because some of these theories are for the birds. And did you, you moron. <laughs> that's a bird, you moron. And did you see Life is Good being Jimmy Garoppolo, Jerry? He went to the uh, Warriors game on Monday night. Yeah, but it wasn't just him, though. No, it was him. It was the tight end. From who? Was it George Kittle? Yeah, George Kittle. And somebody else. Yeah. There was three of them. But all of the Warrior dancers, Jerry. But I thought they went to... right past him, though. No, they went right past George Kittle. Are you sure? Yeah, I saw the video. No, so did I. I okay, maybe I saw it wrong then. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, there's George Kittle. I thought they all gave George. I thought they were talking. They gave Garoppolo the little, um, not high five, but a little handshake. And then they were talking to Kittle. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Eddie, yeah. just pull my fader down real quick. I don't need to. No, you're right. They were, you're right. All right, my bad. Oh, they went it right was, over to the sexy it was Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Yep, 100%. And you know what? Th- yeah, I saw it here where the one girl goes to Kittle and then he's fist pump. Okay. Kittle it. was probably like, you know, I play pro football too, you know. Yeah, he's pretty damn good too. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Jerry, would you say George Kittle as a tight end is pretty good? Or is he pretty good? He's great. George Kittle, love the guy. So pretty good. I mean, it kills me. It pains me he's a niner, but yeah. He's he, and we met him. He was awesome. Yeah, he was very nice. He was as nice. That was the one year I brought Matthew, and he could not have been nicer. That was Arizona. No. Miami? No. Where did I bring him? Atlanta. 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 There you go. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, yeah, George Kittle was very nice. Very good. Very pleasant. You know who? There was someone that wasn't. Really? Yes. He was a complete jerk, and I'm forgetting who it was. And his and his agent was worse. And I don't wow. remember, don't remember who it was. Oh, you know who also was awesome was Saquon. Barkley. I'm Boomer Esiason. No, no, <laughs> no, no. It was not him. All right, quick break. Five fifty three. If my brain wakes up, I'll tell you who that is on the other side. If not, we'll just ramble until Boomer and Geo at six. Odyssey Sportsman at Amy Lawrence on the managers of the year. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, coming up to the top of the hour, the uh, Knicks won last night in Utah. The Nets are still giving up threes. Uh, They lost, gave up uh, about 400 points last night. And the Devils made it 10 straight wins. 10 straight wins? 10. 10. And they blasted the Canadians last night. Has the team ever gone undefeated in NHL? No. Are they going for it? Well, no, since they're 10 and 3, three that would be very difficult to do. Huh. Unless you have a way to erase those three losses. I'd love that. That would be awesome. Did they you could... even know they played 13 games? I knew they won 10 in a row. I knew that. I saw if that I would headline. have asked you for the record, what would you have said? Uh, 10, 8, and 4. <laughs> I would have said 10 and 1. Oh, okay. That wouldn't have been far I off. I wouldn't have been far off, right. No. I see that uh, NYCFC, Jerry, they play soccer with their feet. That's football. Uh, they're... <laughs> They're looking to build a new stadium over there in Queens. Well, that this has been like in the works and discussed for years. But I guess now it's happening. It's going to happen. Look at that. Well, they always go like, oh, we're going to get rid of all the chop shops. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.